good morning. Uh, it is a joy. Thanks. Thanks for saying good morning back. It is a joy to get to be with you. If you have a Bible with you, you can turn over to Colossians chapter 3. And what you're just watching are just some testimonies from you, from our church body, about God's goodness and grace at work in our lives as a church family. And we talk about a lot how we're more than a service, we're more than a gathering. We are family. We are people. And so if you haven't kind of already guessed, today's going to look a little bit different. The last few weeks have. The last couple of weeks we've had Neighbors and Nations, and next week we'll be getting back kind of in that normal flow as we come into Advent, uh, walking through the family discipleship plan together, teaching through what it means to set our hearts and our longing on our King Jesus Christ. Uh, but today we're going to talk about thankfulness and just celebrate God's goodness, His kindness, His grace at work in our lives individually, our lives together as a church family, and just worship Him. And we've already begun that way. We, we began by singing songs of thanksgiving and praise because our God is good. Amen? And even these testimonies are just a few voices from a much larger family who are pausing to do what we all want to do this morning. That is to stop and praise God for His goodness and kindness in our lives. And whether you look back on 2022 as one of the best years of your life or one of the hardest years of your life, if you are in Christ this morning, this year has been full of God's grace. God's grace at work in you, God's grace around you. And one of the things that we get to grow in as a people, as a family of God, is to grow in thanksgiving and thankfulness because of God's goodness in our lives. And there's so many different places in scripture we could go to talk about this, but what we want to do is look at Colossians chapter 3 for a few minutes together and talk about what does it mean to be thankful? How do we grow in thankfulness as the people of God? And then we're going to respond to that. We're going to respond through singing about God's faithfulness in our lives. And then we're going to have an elder conversation where we're going to kind of look back at 2022 and celebrate God's faithfulness, his work in the lives, uh, your lives, this church family. We're going to kind of look ahead in 2023, some things we're praying for, asking God to do, that we get to join in gratitude, that God lets us be a part of his mission. God lets us be a part of building his kingdom here. And then we're going to finish this morning coming around the Lord's table, the Lord's Supper, where we stop and we remember in thankfulness and gratitude the death, burial, and resurrection of our Savior Jesus. So that's kind of the arc, the scope of today. It is just to take some time as a church body and to remind one another of God's grace and goodness in our lives, to celebrate that, to grow in thankfulness. And I don't know if there's a better passage that we could look at for a few minutes together this morning, the Colossians chapter 3. And we're just going to look at three verses this morning, starting in verse 15. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. 
If you didn't catch it, as we're walking through these verses, in three verses, the Apostle Paul three times tells the church at Colossae and tells us as the church that we are to be thankful. That our our worship, our teaching, the, the word of God dwelling in us should come out in thanksgiving. That as we speak and as we act and whatever we do and whatever we say, we do it in the name for the glory of Jesus Christ. But we do it with thanksgiving, with thankfulness. For Jesus followers, thankfulness is meant to be so much more than something we celebrate on a holiday. And I hope you had a great Thanksgiving with your family and it is a day to stop and remember. But Thanksgiving is more than a holiday for the Christian, for a Jesus follower. It is a mark of growing faith. It is a mark of loving Christ. It is a mark of responding to God's grace, which is working and active in your life and my life every single day. That we would grow in thankfulness. And that's our big truth this morning. Jesus' followers are thankful. Jesus' followers are thankful. Doesn't mean that this is kind of this superficial, smiley, happy, whatever. No, there's a deep thankfulness, a deep gratitude that grows in the heart of a Jesus follower as he or she grows in their understanding of God's grace at work in them God's grace toward them, and God's grace around them. Again, three times in three verses, we see this call to thankfulness. Be thankful with thanksgiving, giving thanks. And anytime you see a word repeated multiple times in a passage, it, it, it highlights it, it brings it out. It's important that in all these things that are supposed to be taking place in a Jesus follower's life, the peace of Christ ruling The word dwelling richly. Songs and hymns, spiritual songs being sung. We've already done that some this morning. That in our actions, our words and our deeds, they are all those things to be marked by thankfulness. One theologian said it this way, the center of a Christian's life and living is grateful worship. Grateful worship. It should be at the core of who we are and what we do as Jesus followers. So I think a question that's important for us to kind of wrestle with for a few minutes is this. How do we grow in thankfulness as God's people? How do we grow in thankfulness? What what does that look like? How, How do we see that cultivated in our hearts and in our lives? And so this morning in just a few minutes that we have in this time, I just want to highlight four big ideas, four realities that these three verses teach us about thankfulness very quickly. The first one is this. Thankfulness is a command, not a suggestion. Thankfulness is a command, not a suggestion. Look at verse 15. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body. And here it is. And be thankful. Not sometimes be thankful or when you feel like it, be thankful. No, and be thankful. It is a call, a charge, an imperative, a command that's given to God's people. And we could chase this theme all throughout Scripture. We see it in Old Testament, New Testament. We are called to be a thankful people. It's not just a recommendation for our lives. This should be a defining mark of who we are and who we are becoming in Jesus Christ. 
And so a really good question that, that we could ask ourselves, and if you're taking notes, I encourage you to just kind of write this down. This would be a good kind of reflection response question for you personally. Would people who know you best describe you as thankful? Would the people in your life who know you best, would they describe you as being a person who's marked by thankfulness? Again, not just a generic kind of happy, you know, uh, personality kind of person. No, a thankfulness marked by Jesus. A thankfulness marked by the gospel. A thankfulness marked by God's grace. And you sing and responding to that. And if you're like me and you might be thinking about that question saying, I, I don't know what people would say maybe a great response for you this morning, because this is one for me, it's one of your pastors, is, Holy Spirit, would you help me grow in thankfulness? Would you help me see your grace at work around me and in me? Holy Spirit, would you help me see the things that I may not want in my life, that you've put there as a work of your grace for your glory and my good? See, thankfulness isn't just cultivated when everything is going well and it's kind of up and to the right. Thankfulness, thanksgiving, gratitude in a Christian's life is often most refined through difficulty, through hardship, through loss, through trial, through persecution. And even this church in Colossae is facing some threats and false teaching and difficulty and the Apostle Paul saying in the midst of the struggle, in the midst of that, be thankful. Which leads to the second big idea this morning. I think this is so important. Thankfulness is more than a response. What we see in this passage is thankfulness is a pursuit. How do we grow in thankfulness? We have to recognize that it's a pursuit. A lot of times I think when we think about thanksgiving and thankfulness, we think about reacting responding to something good that happens in our lives, right? You have a good Thanksgiving, you have a good day at work, you, you know, this, you're given this thing, this thing works out, and so we are thankful in response to our circumstances. But what we see in Scripture is that the way thankfulness is cultivated in our lives is not just reacting to the circumstances around us, because let's be honest, a lot of times the circumstances that happen to us aren't that great, day to day, week to week. But thanksgiving and thankfulness in a Jesus follower's life is meant to be a pursuit, something we chase after, something we strive for, something that we ask God to grow in us, something that we aim our hearts at. And we see that in these verses. He says, let the peace of Christ, verse 15, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. And as you are doing that, be thankful. So how do we grow in thankfulness? Well, we pursue the peace of Christ ruling over our hearts, not just the circumstances ruling over our hearts. As we teach, as we admonish, as we sing, we are to do so with what? With thanksgiving. It's an action, it's a pursuit. And then as we give honor to Jesus, in word or in deed, verse 17, we are to do it giving thanks proactive not reactive pursuit 
Are we aiming our hearts toward what is true about God and his grace in our life? Are we following our hearts into what we feel in this moment? Into what we don't have in this moment? Into all the things that have been done to us and all the hardship that we feel like we've endured on behalf of other people? Are we allowing our emotions and our desires to lead us? Are we aiming those at what is true? I think the Psalms give us such a good picture of this. You have this back and forth in the Psalms. Why so downcast, O my soul? Put your hope in God. That's David talking to himself. I feel this way. Soul, why do you feel this way? Put your hope in God. And I think this is a little what the pursuit looks like. It is calling our hearts toward God and asking God to help draw our hearts toward Him. And it's a pursuit. It is something we run after. It's not just a response. It is that. There are times in our life when God brings something good into uh, your life, your family. And we pause, overwhelmed by His kindness to us, and we say thank you. But growing in thankfulness is much about pursuing that growth as it is responding to what's happening around us. So how do we pursue growth in thankfulness? I think there's so many different things that we can unpack for the sake of time. Let me just hold out two ways that Paul does in this section. First, third big idea is this. We grow in thankfulness together. We grow in thankfulness together. Together, Notice these three times in these three verses when the Apostle Paul says to be thankful or to sing with thanksgiving or whatever you do, do it with thankfulness. Who's he speaking to? The church. God's people collectively together, not just to individuals. Friends, one of the ways we grow in hearts of gratitude and thankfulness to God is by being with God's people. It's by hearing God's grace at work in the lives of one another. By doing what we're doing this morning. Notice in verse 15 he says, As you were called in what? In one body. There's a unity that happens in the family of faith. And we pursue thankfulness together. It's not just individuals pursuing it on their own. It's a collective pursuit of thankfulness, of being thankful alongside one another. In verse 16 he says, teaching and admonishing who? One another. That is to be marked with thanksgiving. It is this pursuit and engagement with one another. Let me say it another way. God's people help one another grow in thankfulness. We get to be a gift to one another by living life together, by worshiping God together, by pursuing one another. We do that in the gathering, by singing next to one another the praises of God. As you sing those words, they're not just lyrics on a screen. They are praise, they are theology. And we are singing the truths of God, and we are declaring them not just to Him, but to one another with thankfulness. So we take of the Lord's Supper, being reminded not just of our individual salvation, but of our corporate salvation. 
We respond in thankfulness to God. It draws something out of our heart. When you're in a fellowship group and we have people who are in our lives that we meet with on Sunday nights and I hear this testimony from this brother or sister's life and they talk about what God's doing in them or showing them in the word or convicting them of the sin that, that creates gratitude in my heart toward God for his grace in my brother or sister's life. It, it challenges me, it convicts me and I'm thankful to God for this person pursuing me, engaging me, calling me back to remember as we disciple others and we encourage them to make disciples, we see their growth in Christ and that produces thanksgiving in us. We see someone else that we get to share the gospel with come to faith in Christ, that produces thankfulness in us as we go together. And so if you're here this morning and you'd be saying, I want to grow in thankfulness as a Jesus follower, one of the primary ways that happens it's alongside of one another. Are you allowing the body, this family, to help you grow in thankfulness by God's grace through the work of the Holy Spirit? But another way, and this is the final big idea this morning, that we grow in thankfulness is we grow in thankfulness as we center our lives on Jesus. We grow in thankfulness as we center our lives on Jesus. Look at the text again this morning. Verse 15. Let the peace of who? Christ. Rule in your hearts. Listen, friends. It does not say, let your circumstances rule over your heart. What does it say? Let the peace of Christ rule over your heart. When our minds, our hearts are centered on Jesus and our salvation, which is a gift and it is sure and it is built on Christ's work, not our work, it produces thankfulness. Verse 16, let the word of who? Christ. Dwell, live, reside, make its home in you. Let God's word, let the gospel make its home in you. And let it come out in teaching. Let it come out in admonishing. Let it come out in singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. When our words are centered on the gospel, on the proclamation of Christ's death and burial and resurrection in our place, it produces thankfulness in us. In verse 17, do everything in the name of who? Jesus. In word or in deed. There's a lot that can fit into that bucket. Whatever your job is, whatever your vocation, wherever you go to school, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, it, do, it doesn't matter. And whatever you do in word or day, deed, you can do that for the glory of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the center of our pursuit. If we want to grow in thankfulness, these three things, the peace of Christ ruling and reigning over us, not our circumstances, the word of Christ dwelling in us by knowing and loving and treasuring and growing in God's word and in our words and our actions, doing it for the glory of God, centered on Jesus Christ, grow thankfulness in us. But not only is Jesus the center of our pursuit, this is so important, Jesus is the means of our pursuit. He is the way we grow in thankfulness. Look at verse 17. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, 
giving thanks to God the Father. What are those last words? Through Him. Jesus is the means. His work on our behalf. So we center our lives on our Savior and ask that His grace would help us have a greater sight, vision, understanding of His grace and His goodness toward you and toward me. I just want to invite you to bow your heads for a moment. I'll invite the team to come up and they're going to lead us in a song responding in thankfulness to God. And as they do, I just want to encourage you to think through these lyrics, think through these words, but just with your head bowed for a moment, I just want to give you space to pause for a second and say thank you to God for sending Jesus to save you. Thank Him for His kindness at work in your life. His grace at work in your life. Thank Him for His people that we get to celebrate that together this morning. God, we come and we thank You for Your goodness to us. Would You grow and cultivate in us hearts that are thankful as a response to You, but also a pursuit of You centered on our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray. Amen.